You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Wisconsin Sports Heroics podcast on the Packernet Podcast Network. My name is Sam Holman. I'm here with my co-host, McQuaid Arnold. McQuaid, how are you doing? I'm doing outstanding. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So we were going to get into some draft prospects today on the defensive side of the ball, some uh, edge defenders, defensive linemen, safeties. But before we do that, we were just going to cover the uh, recent Sammy Watkins news. Uh, recently came out that the Packers are signing the wide receiver to a short-term deal. So, McQuaid, what was your reaction when you heard about that? I thought it was uh, much needed, right? It feels like we brought in someone that's going to replace uh, Marquez valdez Galling MVS. I think that, that that's a... Uh, hasty assumption or, or or some people think is a hasty assumption that he's going to come in and replace uh mvs but if you look you look at what mvs was in in 2021 he was a, a downfield threat could catch the ball extend the defense he only played in 11 games last year i believe it was so um you know sammy Watkins has an injury history we all know about it um he's going to come in pass his physical there's no reports of him currently right now being injured or being on the you know having any yeah. any ailments so um I think he's for, for, for better, for worse, what MVS was in 2021, you know, Sammy Watkins can be, or if not better in 2022. Yeah. And I think, you know, even if you want to add more speed in the draft, more speed is never a bad thing, right? Nope. We saw in the, in the playoffs, how much having MVS injured and out could hurt the team. And so it, it makes sense to me, even if you're going to draft a speed guy in, in the NFL draft to add that, add some more veteran speed, just add a veteran receiver. Yeah, I think it was it was more of a uh, essential signing. You know, obviously there's there's reports out there. Rogers signed off on it. May, not not only not only that, but he may have dr- driven it. Um, and I think that is something that that you know your 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 two time back to back reigning MVP quarterback wants in in the locker room that you could go and get him. And they got him on a deal that that's up to four million dollars, which obviously means it's not four million dollars. It's less than yeah. that. So it was extremely affordable for a guy that could come in and make a difference. Yeah, you can add some veteran skills, some savvy, get a little bit of possession receiver, a little bit of speed receiver. It may, totally makes sense at a cheap price like that. Yep. All right, so we were going to go over some defensive prospects here. I've got a couple guys along the front seven. Um, McQuaid was going to go over some safeties, and then we'll just kind of go from there depending on how much time we have. So the first guy I kind of wanted to cover was George Karlaftis. I recently did a video on him that you can find on my Twitter page. But he's he's one of those bigger athletic outside linebackers that the Packers have liked in Rashawn Gary and the Smiths. Uh, I believe he's a little over 6'3", about 260, 270 pounds, had a 9.18 RAS score. So he's, he's got that that. High, those high athletic thresholds, but he's, he's a really fun prospect. He really excels in that bull rush. So kind of in the same vein as I, I compared him to a little bit like Zedaria Smith, where he has that 
game built off power. He can bull rush people. And then he also has some inside counters, swims, spins, that kind of thing. I, I really like his game because you can kind of see him reacting to the offensive lineman, right? He's got a plan based on how the offensive lineman is blocking him, which is that's, that's fairly high level stuff. That's fairly high level stuff. That's something I like to see in a first round edge rusher or defensive lineman, whoever's basically rushing the passer. Um, did you, have you watched a lot of him McQuaid? I think that, that he's going to come in. Like, like you said, he's, uh, he's going to come in and be able to impact the game no matter where he lines up on that, on that defensive line. He's 21 years old. He's young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's still got time to, to not only grow, but um, he's, he's going to be, he's, he's going to be, you know, DK Metcalf is 24 years old right now and already looking at his second contract, right? That's what, that's what George, I know it's completely different position, but that's what George Palapas is looking at three years from now. He's going to be 20 years, 20, 20, 24 years old, looking at possibly, you know, if, if he has, has a great rookie um, career, you know, looking at his second contract before he enters enters his prime and then i like what you talked about how we how we can kind of bull rush the the quarterback no matter where he is on the on that on that defensive line um that and i also like how you compare it to zedaria smith because coincidentally enough he went to minnesota um and and he's he's part of the vikings now zedaria smith is but one of his best games came against the minnesota vikings when he was for green bay had those three sacks and i vividly remember him being able to bull rush the the quarterback Mm -hmm anywhere he got like two one two two i think it was two of the sacks of, the, of that three sack game rushing in the interior of that of that uh offensive line and that's exactly what george Kalaftis could do yeah uh, going forward yeah yeah totally um he does have some things to clean up like he he missed some tackles he could have easily had like three or four more sacks in the games i watched um just based off of that so that's something he needs to get better at but if we know anything, we know that Joe Barry can teach tackling at this point. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. Joe Barry, after that week one against the Saints, that defense looked looked uh, uh, outstanding the rest of the year. Yeah. All right, McQuaid, you had some safeties for us. What do you have up first? So first, I've got um, Daxon Hill. He's qu- quickly becoming one of my favorite safeties in this draft. He uh, is is fast. He's four three eight speed, four three eight forty speed, which is which is big, which is exactly what you want for a safety reminds me of uh, a few plays that, that, that um, Darnell Savage has made over his career where you come across the whole field to make an interception or make a tackle. That's exactly what Daxton Hill can bring. Um, 191 pounds. He had 60 or 70 tackles last year, 69 tackles last year, 11 pass breakups. Um, he's, he's everywhere all, all over the field. He started in 23 of 33 games in his, in his college career and come in and, and be almost an immediate contributor. I don't know if he'd be an immediate starter, but immediate contributor. And that's that, you know, that's kind of what you want from, mm-hmm. from a safety that Green Bay takes early in this draft is someone who can come in and not necessarily need to be a starter right away, um, but can come in and, and be a rotational guy, learn from two great safeties. I still love what we have in, in Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage. Um, he's 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 gonna be someone that that is is gonna like kind of like George Kalop is come in, clean up a few things uh, with his game, but I mean he played 533 snaps in Michigan, right? Uh, he's, he's no stranger to uh, the safety position. He's got a lot of playing time. I think that, uh, and he also has the potential to, to develop into some corner play. What we saw Chandon Sullivan do the last year or two, I feel like Dustin Hill could come in and, and not only replace that, but but improve on, on what Chandon Sullivan, we saw a few times Chandon Sullivan have, you know, just a career game. Uh, I remember one, one game last year or two years ago against the Dallas Cowboys. He, Absolutely, right. although Chen and Sullivan did. 
Um, that's something we can get more on a more consistent basis with Daxon Hill. As far as where he might be drafted, he's often projected um, early to mid uh, second round talent, right? Um, but as we see every single year, players fall. And when players fall, that means other players are going to get drafted earlier rather than later. I think that Daxon Hill is one of those players that will not fall. He and other and because other players will fall, he could go at that end of round one, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, you know, end of round one to to very very early round two. Uh, Green Bay with that twentieth overall pick, if they get the guy that they want, you know, a wide receiver. Because uh, I don't think anyone's debating that wide receiver is still the biggest need we we have. Um, if we get the guy that we want with that twenty second overall pick. Uh, you know, I would I would not be surprised to see them take a, a safety with that 28th pick. Yeah, yeah, Dax Hill is a fun guy. I was able to watch a couple of his games. He is a bit bigger than uh, what we've had in the slot with Jandon Sullivan. So if they want to get bigger in the slot, like we talked about last week, if they want to get that size in there, he could be a, an option for that. I love his style of play. He's just nasty. Like he's he's hitting guys basically any chance he gets. He's not afraid to stick his nose in the run game. Like you said, he's kind of that slot defender. I thought he put up some really good tape um, all around the defense, both as a slot defender and as a deep safety. He's he's really he's got a really natural feel for route concepts, so he can kind of sense when routes are coming behind him. He got a pick against Wisconsin actually doing that, where he he kind of sensed a, a route coming in behind him, and he you know backpedaled and uh, snagged the pick. But he's a, he's a really fun player. He's fast. He's nasty in the best way possible. I, I really like him, and I could easily see him being one of those end of the end of the first round picks. I, will, I, I agree with you. I, I think that he's going to bring a, a you know, almost what, what, what Jair Alexander brought to the defense, that, that yeah. attitude to a defense. Um, and not, not that Green Bay needs that attitude because they have it, but I think that he would be a, a welcome addition to that, to that locker room. Yeah, yeah, totally. So moving on to another edge rusher I really like, Arnold Ebikiti. Um, this is a guy who's a, a little bit smaller. I believe he's about six to 250 pounds. So he's more of that traditional outside linebacker size, a little bit more closer, closer to clay Matthews than Rashawn Gary. Right. Um, but yep. I love his pass rush game. He can do, if there's a pass rush move you can name, he can pretty much do that. He was able to use inside moves. He can rush with speed. He can rush with power. I saw him bull rush a couple, a couple tackles really well. I even saw him use a hump move. So if you want to bring that back from the Reggie white days, he, he could be an option for that. I just, I loved watching him, his game. He's really good at manipulating offensive linemen with his feet, right? Faking inside moves, faking outside moves, just using that jab set or jab step to cut inside and, get, get those uh, offensive linemen on their heels. Um, it, run defense is a little bit of a question. He's a smaller guy, but I thought he defended the run pretty well. Um, thought he was pretty physical, held up fairly well on the edge. Um, but yeah, I, I love his pass rush game and I would be stoked if the Packers got him in the first or the second round. Yeah. He's uh he's, 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 you know, six, three, two, what is it? Six, three, two fifty six. That's, that's still, still solid size for, yeah. um, uh, edge rusher and then he had a 38 inch vertical which is just ridiculous i think that that uh um what's his name scotty nelson the safety for the badgers who's coming out right he's, <laughs> he, he, could, he could maybe go undrafted he had a 39 inch vertical um but i don't know if i've seen anyone recently who has who has a, a higher vertical than those two 38 th- jumping 30 inches is ridiculous right so yeah, being able yeah. to have that that um that that talent right on your defensive line and at that size uh would be 
you know, huge. And then just learning from Rashawn Gary and, and President Smith, like what you said, maybe may need to clean up his 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 uh, run defense here and there. Uh, mm. No one, very few people in the entire NFL played the run better than than uh, President Smith did last year. I was stoked for him to get that contract this year. Um, and, and I think that he's going to, you know, whoever we draft uh, is going to be able to learn from two really good guys who both excel at different things. Yeah. And looking at uh, Epikides RAS score, he came in with a 9.07. So obviously in uh, in those green Bay thresholds, now he is a little bit older. He's 23. So there may be some question about that, but like I said, I, I would love to see him go to the Packers. Yep. He could go uh, anywhere in that, in that uh, first to, to early second round. Yeah. All right. So you were next safety you were looking to yeah. cover is uh Lewis sign out of Georgia, right? Yep. Lewis sign. So he's, he's uh, right up there with, with Daxon Hill. I, li- I love his play. Um, 200 pounds, right. He's uh, had, had uh, 73 tackles last year. Um, his player, his, his NFL player comp is Morgan Burnett, you know, and, mm. and we had, we had Morgan Burnett, uh, in his heyday was, 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 was a great safety. Yeah. Uh, many Packers fans remember him. Um, he started 27 games. throughout his three seasons at, um, um, where do you go? Excuse me, Georgia. I apologize. Um, at Georgia. Um, he's, he's, he's going to be able to, to his athletic ability, right. Um, makes him a ideal free safety instincts, allow him to, um, anticipate throws, know where they're going. He's going to be um, a first-round draft pick. I think that that he's going to um, go anywhere in that first round. Any 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 uh, safety needy team is going to look at him. He's he's a second-graded uh, safety in this draft. So if you're looking for for a safety, right, and and um, Green Bay sitting there at 22, even right, and and there's you know three or four wide receivers left who they like. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but, but, you know, he, they might need to take him with that 22nd overall pick. Cause I don't know if he would last to 28th. I don't even know if he lasts to, to 21. Um, he became Lewis sign became a, a full-time starter during his sophomore season, right? Immediately. He, he, he uh, had an impact on that defense. Um, he led Georgia in, in total tackles that year. Um, he's going to be, he's going to be someone who can come in and be an immediate starting, uh, uh, player, right? He's going to come in no matter where he goes and have the ability to start right away. Now with, with Green Bay, you know, having him as that third safety um, would be you, you know, almost a uh, perfect scenario, you know, having him come in and, and, and being able to have that guy who can start immediately, but not, ha- not needing him to. And then in the, uh, in the off chance that, you know, Darnell Savage does not bounce back from last year, which I, I think he will, but in the off chance, he doesn't, uh, you have this guy, Lewis sign is going to come in and play, um, be, be, be a potential starter, you know, to, to replace that, that play that we're uh, lacking from Darnell Savage. Yeah. So just for some context, um, he tested, he came up with a 9.77 RAS score. So just fantastic. Ran a 4.37 40 yard dash at a little over six foot two, 199 pounds. So he's just an athletic beast. Um, I loved his tape. I thought he's like, he's that ideal quarter safety. He can, he really, he's really good at just triggering from depth, playing the run uh, from that deep safety position. 
um, cu- cutting in-breaking routes. Uh, he just takes good angles all the time. He's a really physical safety. I think he's a guy who you maybe look at if they're if they're going to try to move Darnell Savage more down into the slot, down into the box, that kind of thing. Just because I think I think Sign's strengths are more as a as a deep safety than as a box safety. Yep, I think that that I think he he could do either, right? But I think you're 100 right where he would. Yeah. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Your next, your next guy? Yeah, my next guy was Devontae Wyatt. I recently wrote an article about him on uh, Wisconsin Sports Heroics, but he is another Georgia defender. Uh, and they had a <laughs> fantastic defense. So basically draft almost anyone from their defense and you're you're going to be good. Okay. But um, he's an older prospect at 24 years old. He had a RAS of 9.56. So he was really athletic defensive tackle. I thought he was super versatile. He moved all over the defensive line. They normally played Jordan, Jordan Davis at nose tackle and then um, Wyatt at three technique, but they moved them around a little bit. So Devontae Wyatt, he can slot into that nose tackle a little bit. It can be your three technique, your four eye, um, just moved, moved all over the defensive line. Uh, he's a good run stopper. I thought he really held up well against single box and double teams. Um, He's a really good penetrating defensive lineman. So if you're going to want to, if you're going to want to slant more and get into the backfield, he can do that. Uh, he's just got great seat, great size and power. Um, in the pass rush game, I thought he had some, he had some good hand usage. His hands were pretty well coordinated with his feet. Um, he kind of reinforced that at the senior bowl. He wasn't always able to purely rush the passer at Georgia because they used slants and a lot of that type of thing. So he was often slanting to the outside, looking to contain the QB a little bit more. Um, but he showed up, showed up in the senior bowl practices, had some great pass rush reps there. He would be great addition to the defensive line. In fact, I think that 
if they add like a defensive lineman like him, that with the signing of Jaron Reed, I honestly think the defensive lineman goes from kind of a weakness to a strength over this course of one off season. Devontae Wyatt seems to be one of those players that that is widely being projected to get be, get uh, if not taken by Green Bay, he's starting start getting their their attention. Yeah. Uh, they love his 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 um his his whole draft profile, but but being able to come in and rotate. Um, Devontae, and, and then not only that, but but Wyatt is one of those players that is going, I think, projects going to be there in that in those mid 20 um, mid 20s in that first yeah. half. Um, Green Bay can 100% get Wyatt in this draft, I feel, unless someone um reaches for him. I think that he's 100% going to be there. Um, so this is a, a legitimate person who who could be there for us, um, in that first round. Yeah, and even though he is an older prospect, like I said, which kind of goes outside of Green Bay's thresholds, they did bring him in for a physical visit, which they didn't have to do with virtual visits. If they wanted to put up a smoke screen, they could have just had him on a Zoom call, but they used one of their limited number of physical visits to talk with him. So that at least indicates they they have some interest in him. Um, So McQuaid, did you have any other prospects you wanted to go over? Yeah, one more. So so I had one more safety, and and I I picked him because I think that He's going to be someone that that Green Bay can realistically take. Um, Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State. Um, mm-hmm. I like him. I think that he's going to be there for us. He's going. To, I don't think he's going to be taken in the first round. I think he'll be. He's, he's a day two pick. He's going to be a yeah. second round draft pick. Uh, but he's he's someone that Green Bay could absolutely take at fifty three uh, or I believe fifty nine is their other second round pick. Four four nine six foot one. Excuse me. Four four nine forty speed. So, so not blazing fast, but, but definitely nothing to, to, to scoff at. It's 6'1", 200 pounds. Um, he's someone that, that you take a safety out of the Big Ten and they're going to be able to play the run, right? That, that's something that, that you take away from, from most defenders out of the Big Ten. Um, I, like, I like his ability for that. You know, I think that uh, both Adrian Amos and um, uh, especially Adrian Amos, but as, as well as Darnell Savage can play the run. I remember... Uh, what was it? The, the the Niners game, right in the playoffs, where where I think it was that's what it was, where Adrian Hamos had that fourth down stop against the run. I think that was the Rams game. That Rams, I apologize. Yeah, I apologize. no problem. Um, but that that's the epitome of what this guy could do. Yeah. Um, athletic safety with uh vers- toughness. Uh, excuse me, versatility and toughness. Um, he's going to be someone that can come in and, and maybe not be a, a day one starter, but come in and learn from, from Darnell Savage and um, uh, Adrian Amos. He's someone that 100% is going to, like I already said, is going to be someone that Green Bay could take, uh, is going to be there for, for a selection in, in Green in that second round, which would allow them to focus on offensive line and wide receiver in that first round, if that's the way um, they want to go. Um, he's his, uh, uh, 63 tackles, seven pass breakups in 2021 uh, was all over the field. I like him a lot for, for Green Bay's defense. Yeah, I actually haven't done any scouting really on him. So he's a, but he's a prospect. The flashes I've seen, I've really liked. Um, he popped out a couple times watching Ebikidi's tape. Obviously, they went to the same team. Yep. Um, like you said, he seemed to be, they used him all around the formation as a deep safety, as a box safety. Um, maybe I'll go ahead and read a little bit of a scouting report on Draft Network um, since I didn't get to scout him uh, yet. So yeah, I think he's going he's gonna to fit. fit it, where, no matter where he goes, he's going to be able to, to, to come in and, and, and be an impact player. And he's 22 years old, so he's right at that threshold for, for what Green Bay likes. Uh, for their draft draft uh, draftees, 
but he's someone, you know, Lewis and, and Daxon Hill, there's going to be guys that, yeah. that he feels like a home run if, if we, if we select them. Right. But also realistically could either a not be there at 22 or 28 or, or B, you know, Green Bay has someone graded much higher, you know, safety is a need, you know, but it's not an immediate need like, like why does right. he, really, and then even what um, uh, offensive line or, or, outside linebacker is right. Uh, I think safety kind of falls behind those two as far as needs. Um, but he's, but this, this guy, Jaquan Brisker is going to be someone that Green Bay absolutely can take. He's going to be there for him in that second round. Um, and he's going to come in and, 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 and be an impact player, not only in uh, on defense, but, but special teams, which we know Green Bay is going to focus on this year. Yeah. Like, like you said, just looking at some of the scouting reports um, online, he's, versatility good great football iq great tackling sounds like a really great prospect um yeah i would love if the packers drafted him i think he's going to be an impact player for sure yeah yeah um and then i did have one more since we have a little bit of time here um alex wright he's an outside linebacker out of uab he's another guy the packers have met with i believe they did meet with him on zoom but he's a massive, massive player. He's over six foot five, 270 pounds. He primarily played on the edge there. Um, his pass rush is not super refined at this point. He basically just has one move. Um, if I remember right, it's kind of like a cross chop rip around the edge. He's got a nice first step, so he can kind of win that way. But he really needs some refinement in his pass rush tools. I really liked his run defense. You know, he, he's a super big, lanky uh, prospect, so he can kind of extend shed blocks really defend the run well that way so he's a guy you could maybe take fourth fifth round develop him develop his pass rush a game pass rush game a little bit i don't think he tested at uh, the combine or at a pro day so he doesn't have an ras score but just on tape he's he seems to be a pretty athletic dude no he's he's massive he's six five two seventy which is just ridiculous. yeah for, for, for any human being, let alone someone who's <laughs> trying to run the passer. Um, and then uh, what, what, one of his, his, his strengths are positive is his lower body strength. You know, we, we've mm-hmm. seen what completely different position I know, but we've seen what AJ Dillon can do just because of his lower body. You know what I mean? Um, someone who's going to be lining up against offensive linemen, every single snap, having that good lower body strength um, is huge. And, and you're right. He's going to be, he's going to be there in, in the, in the, it could be, he'd be honestly could be taken in the third round, high as a third round, just based yeah. on physical attributes. But he's going to be there between that third and fifth round. Green Bay will have a, a, a chance to take him. And then is going to um, be someone that, that, that can come in. It, what, what's nice about these players is that they're, they're no matter safety and defensive line or outside linebacker, they're coming, they're not going to be needed to start right away. Yeah. Having, having him to come and learn from Sean Gary. And I know we keep saying it, or at least I do keep saying it. They're going to come in and learn from Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos or come in and learn from Preston Smith or, or, or uh, Rashawn Gary. But it's so true. Both of those positions are going to be someone that we can take uh, because of want and not necessarily need. And I like, I like your pick of Alex Smith because uh, excuse me, Alex Wright, because he's going to come in. His, his physical attributes alone set him up for success. You you yeah. you, you match that with what he's going to be learning from with with uh, the you know Gary and 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 Smith and uh, someone that can come in and, and be an impact player in his rookie season. You know, even um, but definitely down the line, I like him a lot. Yeah, and speaking of need versus luxury picks, we were I believe we were planning to review some offensive prospects next week, right? Yep, we're going to go yeah. with some uh, offensive line for sure. And then uh, obviously hit on the wide receiver because that's. Yeah. 
Yeah, I might throw in a couple tight ends depending on how much time I have. I know the Packers met with a couple, including Jake Ferguson out of Wisconsin. Yep. Out of Wisconsin, yep. Yeah. Uh, tight end is going to be one of those things that I think is a, a a sneaky, you know, third or fourth round pick that uh, I don't know if they use a top, top, you know, one of the four picks in the, in the first two rounds. They could, but yeah. uh, definitely once it gets to that third round, tight end is, you know, could be taken anywhere for, for the Packers. Yeah. All right. Well, McQuaid, did you have anything else you wanted to cover? Nope, that was it. Um, I think we cover a lot of uh, good good prospects for for defense for both first or second round, and then you know mid- middle of the draft. Um, I think the Green Bay. I think it's it's almost a lock that Green Bay takes an edge rusher and mm-hmm. a safety at some point in this draft. Uh, any one of these guys uh, can come in and have the potential to to learn from and then impact Green Bay's defense. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Wisconsin Sports Heroics podcast on the Packernet Podcast Network. And uh, we'll see you again next week.